You are listening to the Cleveland Guardians FanCast, a podcast for fans of the Cleveland baseball team, hosted by Quincy Wheeler. Welcome to the Cleveland Guardians Fancast. I'm your host, Quincy Wheeler, here to wish you a Merry Guardiansmas. Yes, today's the day that the Cleveland baseball team becomes the Cleveland Guardians, and they've got presents for everyone who wants to spend an unreasonable amount of money on them at the team shop. And also, we discovered that they'll be available on MLB.com's team shop as well. So those of you who can't make it out to Progressive Field today, Hopefully you'll be able to get online and get whatever items you're looking for there as well. I plan, as I record this, I plan to head out today with my oldest son, Elliot, and stand in line a little bit. He'll be bundled up, he'll have his mask, and we'll try to see if we can make our way in there and get some gear. And That way, as he gets older, he can tell people that the first day that the team was called the Guardians, his dad took him up to the store and got him some items, and so hopefully that'll be a fun experience for him to remember. I find myself a little reflective as we come upon this day because, you know, I've always been looking forward to being a dad, and I've been looking forward to having kids that I can share a love of baseball. If they don't like baseball, that's fine, but just a love of maybe being outside, of enjoying seeing people compete, Uh, a joy of competition just in general. I I hope that the boys will like baseball, but if they don't, that's all right. Just looking forward to the idea of sharing it with them. And as I think about that, I thought about how I didn't want to try to explain to Elliot why it was a problem for the team to be named Indians. Now, I know that I'll, I'll still have to probably explain that to him at some time, but As a small little boy, I didn't want him to to have to go and see a lot of Chief Wahoo and have a lot of questions about that. As he gets older, I definitely would like to explain, oh, hey, here's what the issue was. You know, we've changed as a society. We've grown and we've learned that people, human beings, aren't mascots and that people have their own rights and opinions about who they are and what they want, and we need to be respectful of that. And we know that the baseball team wasn't named the Indians out of honor for any Native American. You can see that if you just search the editorial cartoon that the Cleveland Plain Dealer ran the day that the new name was decided. It had nothing to do with honor. It had nothing to do with, you know, trying to make sure that um, Native Americans felt the love from society by making that name. No, it it was more of mocking more than anything else. And it's not that everybody who likes the name thinks that way, but, I mean, we had a bright red face cartoon for a a really long time, way too long. I mean, it's only been, like, I guess you could say three years since that was gone, which is just 
unbelievable, really. I mean, come on. If you couldn't see that Wahoo was a problem, I don't know what to tell you. And I know a lot of people are really, they love Wahoo, but you just can't have a character in red face with huge shiny teeth and just look at what Wahoo used to look like. And and you can see why it's super problematic. I don't want to have to tell my three or four-year-old child, hey, we're rooting for this team, but we really don't like this logo. We're rooting for this team, but there's a lot of people that um, are really hurt by the name, and we want to be respectful for them, even as we call them by this. So with all that said, I'm glad that we're changing to a different name. And Guardians wasn't my top choice, but it's a solid choice. It's a good choice. And I think a lot of people will grow to love it over time, and hopefully including my son, Elliot. So Merry Guardians, Miss everybody. I hope you've found a way to celebrate. Maybe you've put up a couple of decorations in your house. I mean, we don't have a lot of Guardians gear right now to put up. I've got my Guardians season poster for 2022, and that's about the only licensed item that we have out there. But there's more to come and more to be appreciated. And of course, I've got a bunch of other decorations and decor. And um, my wife got me a great map that you can put little baseballs on to mark different stadiums you've been to. And I've been to 23 different stadiums. So trying to go to the last seven with the boys. And uh, hopefully they'll enjoy that once they get a little bit older to go to those places. I've still got to go to... Uh, Tampa, Miami, Houston, Arizona, Colorado, M Minnesota, and Milwaukee. So those are my remaining stadiums. And then there's the new stadiums that will be built when Oakland gets sent to Las Vegas, when Tampa Bay splits their time between Montreal. But we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. I'll have visited all the different spots on my map. So I don't know if you had a chance to look over some of the pictures that the official Cleveland Indians Twitter or Facebook posted, uh, but I thought maybe I'd talk a little bit, you know, obviously it's not a visual medium here, but a little bit about what I saw there. You don't get to see any jerseys, but there are some pretty awesome looking hoodies. There's some jerseys there, a Bieber and a Ramirez jersey. Um, I, I like the look of... The Guardians script red hoodie. Um, I see a bunch of winter clothes there. I'm sure people will be into that tomorrow. Of course, the interest, the most the spot of most interest to me is the hat rack. Trying to decide what looks I like the best. I think I like the dark navy wing G hat, and I think I'm gonna go with the red diamond C hat. I the the navy looks really sharp. I also I also like the uh, red uh, guardian script hat. I only have so much money in the world, so I'm probably only going to buy a couple hats when I go. But hopefully they'll have them in my size, and that'll be something I'll be able to do. Um, I really like the diamond C hoodie and also the gray wing G hoodie. Those look pretty great. I don't know that I'm going to spring for a hoodie tomorrow, but those really popped out to me as I looked. I mean, the Wing G Guardians mug is a pretty cool thing, and I've, I have a bunch of Black C mugs, so I don't know. I might have to add one of those to the mix, but those look pretty cool. 
I'm excited to see what's there. I'm excited to, that we finally got some information out from the team. And I, I'm still frustrated with kind of how this whole thing's been rolled out. But, you know, we're, we got to be patient. And uh, I guess we got to be happy with what we've been given. We don't know all the stories behind the scenes that have led us to the point where we are today and why the rollout's been the way that it has been. So today also should be an exciting day because, as we've been saying, it's the Rule 5 deadline at 6 p.m., and the Guardians have about 10 or 11 players who could be protected and might possibly be selected in the Rule 5 draft if they're not protected. Again, a reminder, Rule 5 draft is just a way to make sure that teams don't stash people in the minors forever. Um, If you have a good player, they've put in some time in the minors, they've got to a certain age, they should be able to be selected and put on a major league roster. If you pick somebody in the Rule 5 draft like the Guardians did with Trevor Steffen last year, he has to be on your team all year on the 26-man roster. Um, So that's the active roster all year in order to stay with your team. Otherwise, you have to return him to the team where you got him from. So there's been a lot of debate for the Guardians about uh, mainly a couple names. Jose Tenya, who is a shortstop, and Jankinski, sorry, Jankinski Noel, Noel, who is a 20-year-old first baseman, maybe plays third base, maybe might be switched to the outfield, but probably is going to be a first baseman when it comes down to it. Jankinski really was crushing the ball this past year. Uh, But as a 20-year-old who hasn't played above high A, finished with Lake County, it's hard to imagine somebody saying, hey, I'm going to put somebody who's at risk of being just a first baseman on my roster for a full year. It also is hard to imagine somebody putting Jose Taney on their roster for a whole year as a 20-year-old shortstop uh, because it really seems like it might hamper his development. But I think it's more of a risk with Tanya. Uh, I think because he's a shortstop, somebody might say, hey, we can make this work. In fact, we'll even play him at shortstop. It's a risk that you probably don't want to take. So if the Guardians don't protect Tanya, if they don't protect some of these players, I I wouldn't still be surprised to see them trade them in the next couple weeks before December 1st when it sounds like for sure we're going to go into a lock a lockout um, that was made pretty clear. Not that we had much doubt from Commissioner Manfred today saying that, oh, a lockout's no big deal. It's not like a it's not like a strike that takes games away. Lockout just gives us time to get things right, which is exactly what you say when you're just a puppet for the owners. Which we have to face it is what a commissioner is. I wish a commissioner was somebody who was willing to stand up for the good of the game, but we don't have one of those commissioners right now, and I don't know that we ever will. I don't know that they exist anymore. I think that they have existed a couple times in the history of sports, but it's been pretty rare. So we're headed towards a lockout. I do think that if we only see, you know, five, six, seven prospects protected by the end of today, then you're probably going to see some of them get traded before the end of the month. I am not going to be outraged if they don't protect somebody today and also if they don't protect somebody and keep them and let them be exposed in the Rule 5 because they know a lot more about those players than we do and they also know what risk there is of them being selected and of them being kept for a whole year a lot better than we do. 
I'm just doing the best that I can to figure out what I think is probably going to happen. We know we know that some players are obviously going to be protected. Tyler Freeman, George Valera, Brian Rocchio, Cody Morris, Brian Lavastida. Those are all pretty 100% added to the roster. And there are others, as I've said, we're going to get to that 10 to 11 number of people that probably should be added. Stephen Kwan doesn't sound like he's going to be added, but he really looks like he's an outfielder who could help. He's a small guy, but he's really been able to hit. I would hate to see them lose him with the kind of outfielders that they have. I expect some kind of moves to be done today. So if you're out at the store or you're online, just kind of keep your eye over on Twitter, keep your eye over on you know, whatever Indian sites, Guardian sites, whatever Guardian sites you like to follow, and check and see if any moves happen by 6 o'clock. We'll for sure see some kind of move moving on from players and adding a few to the roster. I'm sure everything up till now has been trying to figure out what is best and what's available and what's out there and what kind of shuffling can be done. There hasn't been a lot of activity from anybody. Tampa made a couple of moves there in a crunch like the Guardians are. And beyond that, there hasn't been a lot. So I suspect there's going to be a lot today. So what an exciting day for Guardians, Miss. We're going to have a chance to get some new gear, and we're going to have a chance maybe to get a new player, but at least to see some new exciting prospects added to the roster. Well, I am not going to take a ton of your time today. I just wanted to celebrate this day with you. I know that a lot of people have been looking forward to it, and a lot of people have been dreading it. And for those of you who are dreading it, I just would ask that you would just think about it for a bit. Think about um, my two-year-old son who's going to go with me up to Progressive Field and go in the store and the memories that he's building. And understand that those memories are not because of a name. They're because of the great sport of baseball. They're because of the connections that we have as fans. They're because of the memories, as we've shared in interviews already and interviews that we'll share in the future, the memories that people form with their family and friends that they think about whenever they enter that stadium, whenever they turn on the TV to watch the game, whenever they see a player um, who they fell in love with, a player who they just had their hearts beating out of their chest to support. Um, those are the things that really matter. Not a name, not a cartoon, not a logo. You can hate the logo, you can love the logo. But what really matters is baseball, but also, most importantly, what baseball does for each one of us. How it brings us together as a community, how it helps us all pull in one direction as a bunch of people that don't agree on everything, a bunch of people that see things way differently. That's what baseball does is brings us all together, gives us a common goal. And it reminds us that, hey, maybe that's possible as a society. You might not be able to believe that if you check in on the Indian, the, the Guardian's Twitter posts, the Guardian's Facebook posts, especially if you follow our Twitter account, you've seen that I've been reading some Facebook comments uh, and there's more of that to come. So check that out. It's pretty entertaining. You can follow us at Guardian Fancast on Twitter. You can email me, Quincy, at Guardians Fancast. Don't forget to tell me what some of your favorite Guardians Miss Carols are. And uh, if you didn't get a chance to hear our Guardians Miss Carols, check out the episode previous to this where we sang some of those. 
Thanks for listening, and we'll check in with you next week when our team is officially called the Cleveland Guardians. And we'll do some analysis of the roster moves that take place on Friday and also take a look at some of the merchandise and talk about what what I saw when I went to the store, the experience that I have with my son. This has been the Cleveland Guardians FanCast. Music is provided by purpleplanet.com. That is purple-planet.com. Our intro song is purchased, licensed from pond5.com.